Welcome to PCR Sports. Good evening and thank you for joining us here on PCR Sports for the start of your sporting weekend. I'm Neelesh and with me this evening is Dipam and our special guest tonight is uh, Rachel Stone from the core team at Ferry Meadows Parkrun and we'll be chatting to her shortly in the show about Parkrun. We bring you all the latest sports news from in and around Peterborough. If this is the first time you are joining us, you are most welcome and thank you for your company this evening. We're here every Friday from 6pm till 7 As usual, we'll be discussing the latest sports news from your local amateur and professional sports clubs in and around our fair city. We'd love you to get involved as well using the power of social media. You can get in touch uh, via Twitter, send us a message, we're at SportsPCR, or via Facebook, which is at PCR Sports. You can listen live uh, or listen back to the show on the PCR app or online through the website pcrfm.co.uk. UK. So as I say, we've got Rachel Stone with us this uh, week from the core team at Ferry Meadows Park Run. Rachel, how are you feeling? Yeah, good, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's um, always good to be able to come and uh, promote Park Run to everybody. Yeah, it's so. a great event um, from what I've seen and volunteered at myself as well. So. Absolutely. And tomorrow morning, so quite timely. <laughs> Nine o'clock, in case you were wondering. <laughs> we'll talk about Park Run very shortly. Um, but before that, let's go through your sporting headlines this evening. Peterborough Sports returned to action in midweek after a further postponement last weekend due to a combination of Covid and injuries. The Turbines match against playoff rivals Russell Olympic was called off last Saturday, but a depleted sports squad did travel to Tamworth on Tuesday evening and pulled off a brilliant 2-0 victory. Missing eight players, goals from Josh McCammon and fullback Luke Warner Ely helped sports move up to third in the table and within one point of second place Colville. The Turbines also do have a game in hand. They are now 12 points clear of the teams outside the playoff places ahead of a trip to Barwell tomorrow, which is a 3pm kickoff. Yaxley's winning streak in the Northern Premier League Midlands division ended at five games as third place Chasetown proved too good at Intuitive Park. Tom Wormsley scored the Cuckoo's consolation goal in a 4-1 defeat. Yaxley remained 13th and travel to 15th place Corby tomorrow afternoon. In hockey, the City of Peterborough Hockey Club returned to action this weekend after a break. There are two home games for the men's seconds who will play Wisbeach and the women's seconds who will face St Neots. The men's thirds and fourths also play against each other in a Division 2 league match. Away games include the women's firsts who are at Deerham, the women's fourths and fifths, sorry, women's fourths and men's fifths are at Ely and men's sixth and eighths who are in action at Spalding. On Sunday, the mini hockey is up and running with 94 children due to be in attendance to start 2022 with a real bang. In rugby, both Peterborough RUFC and Peterborough Lions returned to action last weekend after their festive break. RUFC had to work hard to claim a draw from their opening Midlands Division 1 East game of 2022 against the much-improved Market Harborough team. The 15-all scoreline was a true reflection of the contest, with Borough recovering from a nine-point deficit to force their second draw of the season. The Peterborough Lions roared back into action this year as they beat Lutterworth 38-10 in their Division 1 match at Bretton Park. The Lions travel to Market Harborough, while Peterborough RUFC travel 
and make the short trip along the A47 this weekend to Oadby. In ice hockey, the Phantoms bounced back to winning ways last weekend with two victories following their poor start to 2022. Peterborough Phantoms suffered a nightmare start to the year with two defeats and conceding 16 goals. However, a much-strengthened Phantoms completed a 5-0 win over Swindon Wildcats at Planet Ice, which followed on from a 5-2 win at Basingstoke Bison the previous evening. Phantoms, who have moved up to sixth in the table, are back in home action tomorrow with a 7pm face-off against the Bees at Planet Ice before a trip to Telford on Sunday evening. And finally, a reminder, we had the Peterborough Royals women's American football team on last weekend and tomorrow sees their rookie day at the home of Peterborough Lions Rugby Club and that's in Breton from 10am to 1pm. Get down there if you can and enjoy your new sport. So those are your sporting headlines this week on PCR Sports. Dipam, another action-packed week of sports for us to talk about tonight absolutely yeah lots going on um you know games still being cancelled because of covid but there's still plenty of sport there always will be and <laughs> always gonna, yeah we'll always have a show <laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear yeah it's disappointing still to see covid affecting uh, many a sporting fixture whether it be uh, football or other sports in and around the in the region but um one that is going ahead tomorrow is uh, will be our park run and rachel that's uh, tomorrow at nine o'clock in the morning is it yeah nine o'clock so um we start at nine though so always good to get there a little bit early um we're a busy park run so parking's always uh, something that you need to consider not problem we'll be talking more about parkrun very shortly and we'll be back just after this short break own a hybrid petrol or diesel vehicle how much is servicing and repair <sighs> oh dear if you need an option other than main dealer contact frm automotive we service and repair all makes and models and won't invalidate your manufacturer's warranty we also provide mot testing brakes clutches tires and aircon repair and regas FRM Automotive, Savile Road, Peterborough. See frmautomotive.co.uk. Honest work at affordable prices. Our place is legendary. Our place is iconic. Our place is the home of the UK's original burger. Our place is wimpy. So come on over to our place and rediscover the original quarter pounder with cheese, our all-day breakfast, and the range of iconic thick shakes. All freshly prepared and served all day every day in our Westgate restaurant. Plus, for this month's special offers and to order a home delivery, search online for Wimpy Peterborough. Hi, it's David Edgeworth here, the local newsman. Come and join me on Sunday morning for the all-new Breakfast Show. I'll have all the best music to wake you up from your slumber. We'll have the extended weather forecast and we'll have a look into the latest technology news. Come and join me this Sunday morning from 7 till 9, right here on PCR 103.2 FM. You're listening to PCR Sports. Good evening and welcome back to PCR Sports Show, your local sports sports show, for, um, bringing you all the latest news and headlines from the sporting arena in and around Peterborough. If this is the first time you're joining us, you are most welcome and thank you for your company. We're here every Friday from six till seven. We've got our social media channels that you can get hold of us via, and that's uh, Twitter. You can send us a message at Sports PCR or via Facebook at PCR Sports. Um, thank you for joining us this evening. Dipam, posh returned 
to action last weekend in their FA Cup game against Bristol Rovers and a, a 2-1 win which was much needed it was absolutely FA Cup obviously um, different focus to the league where things have been a little bit uh, not in Posh's favour but certainly turned on form against uh, Bristol Rovers in the Cup and what a what a fantastic winning goal from the new debutant, and I imagine you would have seen it perfectly from me where you where you stand in in, in London Road End. Yeah, it certainly made an impact. Yeah, coming on at half time, uh, our new loan signing from Norwich City, Barley Mumba, playing on the left hand side. Um, yeah, fantastic goal from him, and certainly marked his arrival um, at London Road, and um, became an instant fans' favourite. I'd say with the uh, the nature of his goal and um, his forty five minute cameo performance. Absolutely, and you could see that he enjoyed it and, and and obviously his new teammates enjoyed it the way he where he was um, you know literally mauled by this by his teammates. <laughs> yeah he certainly was <laughs> yeah so it was a 2-1 win for posh over the bristol rovers in the third round of the fa cup last saturday goals from sammy smodic and uh, the one we've mentioned there from barley mumba um fantastic goal from him we should have had more um we disappo- were disappointed with the uh, number of goals we did score to be honest we created plenty of chances to have won to have won probably six or seven nil um sloppy penalty we conceded to allow bristol rovers to get back into the game and um, equalise and assert themselves in the game and the tie itself but um, yeah encouraging to uh, get the win get through to the uh, fourth round of the FA Cup and um, get back to watching some football at London Road yeah no absolutely and uh, obviously home to QPR in the next round not the plummest ties but at the same time (laughs) you know we've beaten QPR already in the season so it's there's an absolute opportunity there to progress um, to the next round again isn't yeah it? and with it being at home as well our home form's been pretty good this season in the league certainly um, with in the co- these COVID times that we live in as well the fact that it's home there's no extra time um, sorry it does go into extra time and penalties um, you know there's less travelling makes it a lot easier certainly from a fan's perspective as well um, and QPR you know they'll travel in numbers and no doubt they'll bring their allocation of around 2,000 to the cup game which will hopefully take place in the, over the first weekend of February um, in between the 4th and 7th of Feb that game should be played we're just waiting for confirmation of that as well so yeah an opportunity for Posh to uh, Pit, pit themselves against the championship rivals QPR and uh, fingers crossed make it through to the sixth round of the cup yeah exactly and, and when you look at the rest of the draw as well there's no what you'd call real big standout ties and what I mean by that is that the big fancied clubs are playing lesser teams so it looks at the moment likely that more big clubs will make it through to the next round so again posh getting past QPR couldn't give you that that tie big tie you know against a big Premier League side yeah potentially I hate to mention this from a Peterborough perspective but you did see Cambridge United beat Newcastle United Absolutely. last week didn't you so uh, yeah that's that's them knocked out of it but credit to them for uh, pulling off that uh, victory there then you also saw um, Reading going out of the cup to uh, Kidderminster as well and uh, Kidderminster have been handed a plum tie at home to West Ham so um, yeah that's a, another great opportunity for for them to uh, pull off a, uh, a giant killing cup shock in the FA Cup and uh, really put their marker on this year's FA Cup itself as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, those sorts—that's what it's cups about, isn't it? It's that fairy tale stuff. You know, that Cambridge United fans and that player will remember that for the rest of their lives. Yeah, you know, but that's as, enough of them. Oh, right, that's, that's enough of them. On the really show, I can assure you. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, we'll talk about Barley Mumba there and um, the impact he's had coming in on loan. I'm sure he's lifted the rest of the uh, squad in and around him. As 
as well um, and you know thanks to Norwich for loaning him to us for the rest of the season and looks like he's going to be a uh, energetic live wire signing for us yeah he does coming in from that left hand side and uh, yeah a bit of pace a bit of trickery because his run showed that he's you know tricky little run played the one two uh, carried on doing a little bit of a tricky run and then slotted the ball so obviously got an eye for goal as well and uh, I don't know whether Posh have got a, a, a buy option in the deal or is it loan only no it'll be loan only um, yeah, at the moment shame, really. yeah. yeah I think um, with this transfer window in previous seasons Posh have um, not really opted for the loan market but needs must this season mm. you know to strengthen the squad to ensure that we can stay up in the championship which is uh, probably the be all and end all at the moment that the next 23 league games that we've got we've got to sh- make sure that we've uh, pull out enough points to ensure that we're in the championship for next season so yeah he's hopefully going to have the impact that we need and uh, give us that stability down the left hand side especially with um, Butler missing the rest of the season through through injury as well in addition to Bali Mumba, we've signed uh, Stephen Bender, six foot four goalkeeper on loan from Swansea. He actually started the season in goal for Swansea as well, so um, he's got um, credentials at Championship level. So it'll be interesting to see how he fares um, and whether he takes the uh, the starting lineup from. Uh, um, Di Cornell who's performed admirably for us as well so yeah an opportunity for uh, a bit of competition in goal there as well Yeah I was just about to say that obviously with, with the situation with, with Pim and he's now left the club uh, certainly for the rest of the season um, it needed reinforcements in that position um, I say Stephen Bender comes in already got experience and games under his belt with Swansea at the very least he provides competition for Cornell if not like I say uh, you know, bidding for that that number one jersey, if you like, um, and yeah, I'm not I'm not sure he'll make a mazy run and score goals like um, <laughs> Mumba. But if he, you know, if he makes, if he even has half that impact, he'll be he'll be good, won't he? Indeed, yeah, his job will be to keep them out if he is selected, and you just never know in those um, fairy tale moments. Last game of the season, you need your six foot four goalkeeper to come up um, and uh, score a last minute winner. You know, you just never know these uh, these things are meant to be sometimes. But Dan Jolet as well, the other goalkeeper that Posh had on their books has made his loan move to Maidenhead a permanent one now has left the club and we wish him well for the rest of the season and for the uh, rest of his uh, footballing career as well at the other end of the pitch Posh have brought in a striker Callum Morton was uh, rumoured to be coming last week um, and through the socials um, that people were assuming he was the striker that Posh were after so he signed on loan from West Bromwich Albion he was on loan at Fleetwood for the first half of this season but was recalled from there and then has made a, a loan move to Posh this week there are one or two doubts about his fitness still um, after coming back from injury but um, he won't be available for selection tomorrow in the game against Coventry and then he can't play against his parent club next weekend when Posh do play West Bromwich Albion at the Hawthorne so his first game that he'll be available for selection for will be on the 25th when uh, we play Birmingham City away from home midweek so yeah we need the uh, reinforcements there and uh, striker of Callum Morton's uh, ability has arrived Absolutely yeah and West Brom obviously you know are a bit of a yo-yo club from the Premier League but nonetheless a player coming from West Brom is going to have a, a level of quality about them. Um, obviously, got games under his belt from being at Fleetwood, and and to to play away at Birmingham, obviously one of West Brom's biggest rivals. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fairy tale stuff again, isn't it? You know, written in the stars maybe. For him yeah, to, you never know. He could make his uh, debut there, and I'm sure he'll um, uh, hopefully put one over the uh, the uh, the Birmingham Birmingham lot if he is selected to play. On, and and on much the needed fire, firepower for Posh yeah. up front. Like say, yeah. we, we've spoken about it on this show many times where. 
just that that real quality luck, uh, cutting edge is is lacking at times with the injury to Jack Marriott and uh, now obviously with Aloni coming in and, and Marriott coming back hopefully soon sooner rather later it's all of a sudden makes it look quite good yeah and you've got Jack Marriott hopefully coming back to um, full fitness which I still think will be a few weeks away he's going to have to really get some games under his belt in the under 23s um, if he can do just to get back to to full match fitness as well after being out for so long the one uh, encouraging bit of news from last weekend as well was that Ricky J Jones also returned from injury in the uh, FA Cup game and had a cameo appearance Um, he may well be on the bench tomorrow um, for the uh, visit of Coventry City Um, but if not I'm sure uh, there'll be under 23 games lined up for him to get back to full match fitness for himself as well Darren has got some decisions to make tomorrow as we've discussed whether he picks um, Stephen Bender in golf um, or whether he sticks with Di Cornell he's got Barley Mumba um, who played well as we know in his 45 minute cameo appearance that's not to say um, Joe Tomlinson down the left hand side acquitted himself very well in the uh, Millwall home game Blackpool away and again in the 45 minutes against Bristol Rovers did nothing wrong whatsoever so there's a decision for uh, Darren to make in terms of selection and I think they're probably the two um, selection headaches he's had over the uh, the week so far because the striking area will probably pick itself I imagine Sammy Smodic will start up front again um, with Dembele to continue that form that um, he started off in the Bristol Rovers game the midfield pretty much picks itself now um, and then you've got the centre halves of um, Kent and Ronnie Edwards Thompson on the right and uh, then as we say whether it's Barley Mumba on the left hand side or um, he sticks with Joe Tomlinson having played at championship level already this season for a, a game a two and a half games so yeah he's got some work to do there Darren I'm sure he's um, got it in his mind of what he wants to do tomorrow and uh, Coventry City game um, in the in the reverse fixture when we went to the Rico Arena was a, a very disappointing 3-0 defeat um, for the lads and uh, Coventry's form has dropped off of late um, they're 10th in the league now um, they were on the uh, fringes of the playoffs when we were playing them and really thinking that they'd they'd be uh, looking to go 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 up and uh, at least compete for the uh, playoff positions but it looks like they've dropped away and are now six points off the uh, playoff positions more importantly for Posh it's an opportunity tomorrow to get pick up a three points and um, draw level with Reading who are 21st with Posh being 22nd at the moment but with our home form as good as it is at the moment um, we really do fancy our chances and hopefully we can impose ourselves on Coventry City Yeah, I've got to say it's a bit of a revenge mission from, from the game earlier in the season Coventry the form has dipped so definitely an opportunity for Posh Posh coming off the back of that let's say great win last week against Bristol Rovers the squad has now got options you've just went through the, the, through the options there. and then to be honest it's a good headache to have because if the pick if the team picks itself by default then you know you haven't really got options then to have those options up your sleeve and have those decisions to make is exciting it really is you know and that's that's the great thing about it indeed let's hope uh, three points for posh uh, tomorrow to kickstart 2022 and our uh, fight for survival darren has stated that um, he's looking for 10 more wins from the second half of the season so 10 out of 23 it sounds like a tough ask and uh, no doubt it will be in the championship but um, if posh can do it it will certainly be a, a great feat and uh, we hope uh, the first of 10 wins comes tomorrow evening Moving on though in the show as we approach uh, half past six this evening we'll be talking Park Run with Rachel Stone um, just after this short ad break so do stay with us. Are you suffering from buff 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 buffering? Find yourself screaming not streaming or do you just lag behind? 
then it's time to demand better broadband. City Fibre is building a brand new full fibre network across the UK, giving you access to broadband from a range of providers that's more reliable and up to 20 times faster than average, so you can stream, game and video call without interruption. Get connected to full fibre today. Choose your provider at cityfibre.com slash PCR. Ever wanted to advertise your business on the radio? Then you should consider advertising on PCRFM. It isn't as expensive as you might think, and it's a really good way to reach out to your potential customers in the Peterborough area. PCRFM broadcasts to the whole of the city and has the potential to reach over 200,000 listeners who live and work here. That's a lot of people who could be interested in your business, and all you need to do is tell them about it. We have advertising and sponsorship packages to suit every budget, with spot rates as low as £3.60. So, every time your professionally produced commercial is played on the air with PCR, it means more customers will know about your business. To find out more about advertising on the only local station in Peterborough, call the PCR sales team on Peterborough 237777 or email sales at pcrfm.co.uk. You're listening to PCR Sports. Good evening and welcome back to PCR Sports on this Friday evening, the start of your sporting weekend. I'm Neil Esch in the studio. We've been discussing uh, football and Peterborough United specifically with Dipham, but um, we've got our special guest with us tonight, which is Rachel Stone. She is from the core team at Ferry Meadows Parkrun. And um, welcome, Rachel. Thank you. Looking forward to uh, discussing Parkrun with you. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Excited to uh, let you know what it's all about. Not a problem. So, yeah, what is Parkrun then? Okay, so Parkrun is essentially a 5k timed event that takes place every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. Um, there is a spin-off, which is Junior Parkrun, which happens on a Sunday morning, but I am i don't know much detail around uh, Junior Parkrun. Um, safe to say it's for younger people. Um, Parkrun originally started in... Um, October 2004 in Bushy Park in London with um, a chap called Paul Sinton Hewitt who started with a few of his, his friends and they did a um, essentially they just did a timed 5k run every week and it kind of grew from there um, it's free you don't pay for park run so you you register once you get a barcode and you use that every week and it costs you nothing Sounds good. And it it's is. at Ferry Meadows. Absolutely. So Ferry Meadows, there are um, 2,000 locations now for Park Run across um, 23 different countries and 742 of those are in the UK. So whenever you go anywhere, you will always have a Park Run handy. <laughs> <laughs> and the name itself, Park Run, obviously you have to run it absolutely not okay so you can walk you can take your dog you can run with your dog you can take your buggy you can run with your buggy you have to be over four to register to actually get a barcode of your own um but you can walk you can run you can do a mixture of both um you'll never be last at park run which is um people worry about being last um and and you know some people have an anxiety about being the last one to finish you'll never be last at park run because we always have a tail walker um, who will always come in after you 
So it's a free event. Yeah. Um, Volunteer-led? Absolutely volunteer-led. So I've been on the core team for... I'm, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. A fair, fair while. Um, we have a really good core team in Peterborough. We all work really well together, and I'm very proud to be part of that core team. Um, we um, we do the run director role, which is probably the easiest role at, at Park Run, I have to say, because you turn up and everybody, all the other volunteers do the hard work, and, and you're just there in case anything happens and to coordinate things. Um, but volunteers every week, um, we have quite a few at Peterborough, although we've not as many as we used to to require. But we struggle for volunteers every week, and they are just made up of the people that do park run um but yeah we we absolutely could not manage without volunteers every week to to help us run a successful event yep so mental health benefits of running it's well documented Mm -hmm. um you can walk it as you say yeah yeah you can run it um being in the fresh air i guess yeah some people start off um walking park run um, and the only person you're really competing with is yourself. So when I first started Park Run, my first ever Park Run I did in 2013 in Huntingdon at their first event. And I remember getting round and feeling absolutely dreadful halfway around thinking I'm never going to finish this. But I did. Um, and I think I did it in like 33 minutes and I was so happy and my one aim at that point was to finish it in under 30 minutes so I just kind of set myself a goal and I think most people do that in whatever way shape or form Mm. they choose to run it but everybody will set themselves goals and just kind of want to do better than they did before maybe and I guess uh, just to sort of add obviously it's a 5k run but bearing in mind that's five kilometres, so it's really about three and a half miles, isn't it? Roughly. Yeah, three point one. Yeah, so it's it's, it's not uh, as uh, I guess the number five may sound daunting to some people, but when you break it down, it's it's three miles. Three miles. It is, you know, it's like the cross country runs we used to do at school, probably that sort of level, isn't it? And, Absolutely. And that was my level. <laughs> and you know, and I think with a park run, it, it is just getting people out there and, yeah. and getting active, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely that, and. I think most people would tell you the biggest benefit of parkrun is just being around all the other people that do parkrun as well because it's just a it it sounds really twee but it is just a big community of people um when um, Neelash spoke to me about coming and, and talking to you about Parkrun, I was running last week at Parkrun and I thought, what what is it about Parkrun that makes me come back every week? And it is the people. You know, I literally, as I was running along and you uh, at Peterborough, we do like an out and back at Ferry Meadows. So you always see people. And it kind of struck me just how many people I know, even if it's to say hello to or to have a conversation with, to sit and have coffee with afterwards. And I think for me, that's certainly the draw i mean you know the the club that i run with in peterborough we've got a very good athletics network in peterborough um and most of them do park run and you know i've just got to know so many people through through park run yeah sounds brilliant you're talking about the local athletics scene there next week um just a plug for next week's show we will be speaking to uh, barry warren and eric winstone two i'd say local legends um that rachel i'm just delighted that i got on before then (laughs) (laughs) yeah we'll be talking about the local athletics scene in peterborough um, the local athletics clubs and um, our hopes and their hopes and aspirations for athletics and running in the city itself as well. But um, Dipam, your running background um, was it a school? Back, was it a school's <laughs> thing? My, and and 
I, this is going to be absolutely shameful and, and Rachel will probably give me daggers in a minute but for me running I, f- I did not like running whether it was an athletics track whether yeah. it was cross country because I, I, for me personally I never saw the point of running for the sake of running if I played football which I did and I played badminton that's fine running was fine with that but I never I don't know it just never enthused me to run for the sake of running if you know what I mean I until I was well, I'm not even going to tell you what age I was but until about eight years ago I used to smoke and I wasn't a heavy smoker but I I did used to smoke and I decided I would give up smoking and that's what I did and I set myself I just thought I've got to do something else because what else am I going to do if I'm not smoking and I decided to start running and it was an absolute life changer for me but before that I felt exactly the same as you so there's hope yet there is isn't there (laughs) you talked about the community there for example so um sadly covid times that we live in and um how did parkrun how was parkrun affected during covid then uh, you know before and after has it come back as strong i think um we we stopped parkrun stopped the same as everything else and um a lot of people struggled with that we talked about mental health of and the benefits for running um and a lot of people struggled because that was their kind of go-to they get out every saturday morning have a routine um and and we know that it was a massive issue but when we came back we were a little bit apprehensive about how it would work and it's no different i mean all right the numbers might be slightly less than they were before i think there are that obviously people are still nervous and worried but we've put everything in place to make sure that it is as safe as it can be it's outside um you know we everyone's careful everyone's very respectful of everybody else and i think that again that brings in that community doesn't it you talked about the numbers there for example what you know as a first timer perhaps um finding it a little bit daunting yeah. you know seeing hundreds of people there in um in their running shorts running tops or yeah. looking like they're gonna run 25 30 minutes <laughs> and you're there with your you know your battered trainers potentially and your tracky bottoms yeah. what can you do to reassure people that um it's the most welcoming environment i think we would say we've all been there so you know we know how you feel we've all been that person that turned up for the first time and wasn't really sure what to expect everybody is super friendly and people will talk to you i you know as i run around i tend to talk to people if i can um and i think a lot of people do the same and if you're unsure stay with the tail walker have a little have a little mm. chat with the tail walker and you know they're there because they wanted to have that engagement with people and um, i was just doing a little bit of research on parkrun and there's also a first timers briefing as well to, to make people feel at ease yeah. as well yeah so we'll tell you what the course is um you know what to expect how to um navigate where you're going what you can expect at the end of the run because i, I mentioned earlier you sign up once you get a barcode at the end you're given a token and you go to somebody who scans those separately for you um, but you're told all of that on the day so that you're you know you you know exactly what you're doing even when I go to a different park run and I've done a, a fair few of other park runs all over the place um, I always listen to the first timers briefing because of you know just knowing and understanding what the course is like and just making myself feel comfortable and all the volunteers you're talking about um, that help put the event on effectively they're all wearing the high-vis jackets yeah pink my favorite <laughs> i was delighted when they came out um disappointingly the run director one's black and white but you know you can't have everything but yeah so you always know who to go to um and any one of them will be able to help you and um and assist 
And what, what sort of numbers turn up into the, the Peterborough one? And what uh, uh, is it dictated by weather and conditions sometimes? Always. But, but what I mean, are we talking hundreds of people, or thousands of people? What, what sort of numbers are we getting? Okay, so hundreds, I would say. I mean, pre-pandemic, probably six or seven hundred on a weekly basis, but we're probably around four now. So, but I do expect that to start creeping up. New Year's always a really good one. <laughs> we always get quite a lot of new people at New Year. Um, but as the weather gets warmer, people start to um, to come to parkrun you get a lot of parkrun tourism as well so the summer seems to bring new people to to peterborough to attend i I think like you say because they're all over the country and once you're affiliated to the parkrun you can run any one of them anywhere so so when people travel around they they guess they find like you said you find the nearest one wherever you are and yeah we have been known to book hotels around where the nearest parkrun was (laughs) brilliant (laughs) absolutely brilliant um so you need your barcode obviously to get a result as well but if you haven't got a barcode you can still turn up you just won't get an official time you won't get an official time you can put your barcode on your phone now um probably safer to have it printed out um in case there's problems with your phone when you get to the other end but um yeah you 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 won't get an official time if you forget your barcode and we have a a tagline at at park run that is don't forget your barcode but there's no harm in people could still turn up and walk it jog it run it if they wish to and still take part in a wonderful community activity for peterborough as well absolutely in terms of um, sort of other locations in and around Peterborough, um, we've got looking at the website, Rotland Water, for example, yeah. um, Huntingdon, you've mentioned as well. Yeah, Huntingdon started just before Peterborough. There's one at Crowland. I haven't done that one, I have to say. Um, and Whittlesea. Okay, so people in and around this city of ours have got the option of uh, travelling to different different places, experiencing different um, terrains, I guess, yeah, that yeah. the parkrun offers them in that way. And if you look on the website, it will tell you how many numbers, you know, in terms of number, if you wanted to, you know, for example, go somewhere quiet because of COVID, you felt that you wanted a smaller crowd, have a look. Each parkrun will tell you how many people roughly are there on a weekly basis. Look at last week's results. Um, there's lots of information on the parkrun website around each individual individual event okay brilliant before we get carried away and racing away with parkrun we're just going to take another short break and we'll be back with you just after this at mccormick we make the herbs spices seasoning and condiments that add flavor to your food and right now we're looking to add to our team across all functions if you're passionate about driving excellence want to start or progress a career in food manufacturing joining more than a factory and our r&d innovation center at our new facility in peterborough apply today and bring your own special flavor to the team visit careers.mccormick.com or email your cv to jobs at mccormick.co.uk and join our factory of the future in peterborough it's time to choose your perfect new symphony kitchen at kelly vision we now offer a free kitchen design and quotation service backed up by our expert installation team you can also choose your freestanding and built-in appliances in store at kelly vision from leading brands like bosch neff siemens smeg hotpoint indesit and lead kelly vision broad street whittlesea your award-winning independent retailer call peterborough 2087 87 or visit kellyvision-peterborough.co.uk You're listening to PCR Sports. Good evening and welcome back to PCR Sports on this Friday evening for the start of your sporting weekend. 
If you've missed the show and the first half an hour or so, you can catch us again on the PCRFM app or you can listen back through the website on pcrfm.co.uk. We'd love to get your thoughts and views on what we've been discussing this evening, whether that be Peterborough United, Peterborough Sports, ice hockey, rugby, whatever it may be. We'd love to get your uh, views on the local sporting scene. You can send us a message on Twitter at PCR Sports or via Facebook at PCR Sports itself. In the studio this evening I've got Dipan with me and we've been discussing Peterborough United in the first half of the show and in the last few minutes or so we've been discussing Parkrun with Rachel Stone from the core team and that helps put on the Ferry Meadows Parkrun here in this fair city of Peterborough of ours. Rachel your running sort of background how did you come into it shall we say? So I'm, I'm fairly new to running in terms of um, my you'd only been doing it for roughly about eight years maybe slightly longer but yeah not not too long um and i decided that in the february i would enter a half marathon i don't (laughs) even think i understood how far that was when i when i decided um and that was in the autumn time september time um and it was at the royal parks in london and sadly i got a place although you know it turned out for the best in the end and i remember really panicking thinking i can't run 13 miles i better start running and because literally to that point i hadn't done anything so i started i lived in stilton at the time and i used to do a little just over three mile loop so 5k loop um and then one day i did it and i thought oh i might go round again and literally that's how i started running um when i realized that I quite liked running and I didn't really like running on my own particularly and I would much prefer to run with somebody else I decided to join a running club um, and I joined Bushfield Joggers and it was wonderful I joined this again community of people that liked doing the same thing I did um, and then I would go out I'd go to club twice a week Tuesdays and Thursdays and there would always be a long run at the weekend that you could join in with and before I knew it I was not only doing this half marathon but I was also going to do another one the week after which was um, in Peterborough so it's it was quite addictive for me I think Um, but luckily it was an addiction that's carried on brilliant and what sort of impact do you think Parkrun's had on that for you in terms of the community side that you talked about, the running club, um, whereas Parkrun offers you that community aspect as well? It does. And again, the people. And I don't now just run with people from my club. I run with people from other clubs outside of Parkrun. Um, I've got to know so many people. I met my partner through running. Um, I met my best friend through running. And I I literally without running I mean I I hope that I never have to stop frankly because um, it it does form the the basis of my life really Um, with parkrun I think as well you get that extra it's not competitive parkrun it's not a race Um, so if one week I want to go and I want to um, walk it with my dog I do that or if I'm injured if you know if I pick up a niggle or an injury I might walk around and I feel kind of empowered to do that and um for my mental well-being it's you know it's perfect really and it's just being in that community i think from i can gather from what you're saying this evening to us it's being in and around people seeing people with a 
similar goal to you mm-hmm. of completing 5k irrespective yeah. of whether it be 17 18 minutes or an hour long for the walk that you take it's about being out there in the fresh air for your mental health as yeah. well as your own well-being and that um, camaraderie I think is what what I'm the vibe I'm getting from Absolutely. what a park run brings it brings you yeah and and also not forgetting that we're very fortunate to have Ferry Meadows and, and never was this clearer to me than when we were in lockdown and I realised that I actually really missed it because I was a little bit too far away to get to Ferry Meadows without the car. So to be able to go to Ferry Meadows every Saturday morning and run round it, we, you know, we're very lucky, we're very fortunate that we have that and, and from a, a mental wellness point of view to be able to go round and you know you see all the wildlife and the the park itself we're very lucky yeah so a huge thank you to Neen Park Trust for uh, letting us use Quite. their land then yeah. yeah it's only when it floods that we have a problem <laughs> unfortunately but and um do my research on park run you can run on christmas day and new year's day events yes, you put on as well absolutely so this year, new year i was down in dorset with my son um and we did the pool park run that's a very busy park run gets uh, gets a lot of numbers i've done it on christmas day there and they had over a thousand runners so that was quite busy um so yeah christmas day new year's day used to be able to do two runs on new year's day but they realized that that was um a little bit difficult and and that's stopped but you we do do an extra run on new year's day we make a decision earlier in the year whether we're going to do them we don't have to do them um but peterborough do tend to do one or the other or both like this year though both of those occasions fell on saturdays so parkrun would have been we on irrespective lucky. yes it yeah would, it would yeah. have been although again we did get the choice yeah and, okay. it, and it was our choice to run them okay. because again we rely on volunteers so yeah. we're actually asking people to give up their christmas morning which most of us quite enjoy <laughs> because we just want to do parkrun but you know not not everybody would understand that yeah. i guess yeah I, I guess the other thing there is obviously uh, like you say you've you've, you've, you've giving us great information about if you want to be a participant of, of, of the park room but what if there's someone out there I don't know there's somebody in Stamford for example or, or that's listening that thinks all right I want to organize my own park run how's that done then obviously it sounds like they can they're obviously affiliated affiliated to the brand of park run but it sounds like you can set them up as uh, you know where and when you like you can of. yeah so um I, I don't know the process I'd be lying if I said I did but we have regional ambassadors um and our regional ambassador is part of our core team so if anybody wants any information feel free to the best way to do it go to your nearest park run speak to your run director <laughs> because they will know who you need to contact yeah which makes sense absolutely and if anyone as an individual is out there that is on an army about whether to go to a park run and do it what would you say yeah i would say do it it will be the best thing you do um come and see it just come and find someone talk to them pick one of the volunteers and say you know i'm really anxious or you know this is my first time and they will look after you and it will be the best thing you do go with a friend bring a friend bring a friend or if you're really unsure and you're not sure about actually doing it go and volunteer you know if you want to the 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 best way to volunteer is to marshal because you'll see everybody you know running and walking and um you'll get to see every aspect of it so go go and volunteer and we're always grateful for volunteers and all those roles again there's more experienced volunteers there to shadow and guide and advise you know when you use the word marshal there for example people's perception might be oh i've got to stop people other park users or anything like that but it's not not like that like that at all we're very mindful of other park users at park run because we 
we don't you know it's it's not just us there um and we always tell our park runners before we start that we are, we do not have sole use of the park and to be very mindful of of other runners of, of, of other park users um most people know that we're there at nine o'clock on on a saturday morning en masse and probably tend to avoid it so um <laughs> but you know there, there are other people within the park and looking down the um information about park run as well um if you complete a certain number of park runs you get a t-shirt you do as well. get a t-shirt they used to be free but i don't think they are now um i got mine quite a while ago so um mine mine were free at the time and, we, and you just paid postage and packing but i think you get a 25 volunteer so if you volunteer 25 times you get a t-shirt and then there are other milestones for completing a set number of park runs so i think it's 50 100 and 250 fantastic and we've got some local um park runners that have achieved that 250 mark and beyond yeah and beyond and others who um park run is a bit of a phenomenon and and people get really heavily invested in it and there are apps that you can put on your phone where you can do like the alphabet and the most random things like the bgs um where you have to do park runs beginning with certain letters um and, and people do get really really heavily invested in it so are there, so i guess there must be runners out there who kind of are doing a almost like a countrywide tour of park runs absolutely to, to, to be able to achieve that i could that. name half a dozen yeah. right now <laughs> <laughs> like, well, with the football he yeah. wants to do 92 grounds so it's that sort of thing i guess with the park phone park run version of that saying that i want to compete in i don't know 50 different park runs or whatever absolutely so, there's so many things you can do it, it sounds addictive but also you know the word addiction sometimes has negative connotations yeah. but in this in this um um discussion that we're having about park run it's very positive isn't it in terms absolutely. of the regularity you've talked about mental health and the well-being that um walking jogging running can bring you Mm -hmm. being in and around people and that community that um, is created at parkrun as well absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. addictive in a a very very positive way for me personally and the cafes open at uh, ferry meadows as well afterwards every day except christmas day i think so um (laughs) (laughs) so everyone has to bring their own mulled wine on christmas day but um and and coffee and mince pies but yeah the, the cafe though again really supportive of parkrun um it must be absolutely manic for them from about nine o'clock until quarter past ten on a saturday but they're very supportive and and um always look after us very well no i was just gonna, I was gonna uh, say are, Dipam, are you uh, joining us um uh, i'm not sure it's, it's, it's <laughs> i feel like you want it it's starting to be appealing yeah <laughs> I, who knows i may i may uh, have, have, a, have a sneak and have a look at it so, should we uh, um, get him to register before we leave tonight, <laughs> you only have to register once and it's free oh, really yes and there's no commitment to come to no it, commitment to at all no we won't expect you tomorrow morning yeah. at nine i was gonna what i was gonna ask actually is obviously you know, like i say it's, it's run by volunteers it's free to join so I guess is it is there a sort of a, a charity background to it? How does it? There obviously going to be some form of fundraising required for for branding equipment and you know the the whole yeah. wrap around it. So I, how does that? How I does think that that's done by sponsorship, yeah. but again, not not my area of expertise. But yeah, I believe it's there's a lot of sponsorship yeah. involved, and we do a lot of charity work um, it, within our own environment, if you like, within our own park run. And we, we know we'll look to get on. Uh, 
the show somebody from junior park run as well which takes place uh, on a sunday at central park in peterborough and that's uh, at nine o'clock as well um in our in our city so yeah we'll look to get somebody on from the junior park run um to talk, to talk about that um that side of park run which is for children up to the age of 11 or is it a bit older than that i wanted and to say 14 and but that's, that's why, why we, we need yeah. yes and that's why we need to get somebody on this show to yeah. inform us of what junior park run is because again we want to make sure that sport is inclusive and the opportunity for juniors to potentially progress as well from that junior park run up to a senior senior park run as well is a benefit for them not not only in terms of their own well-being but also being in and around adults being in a community of um, very much like-minded people as well which park run is so uh, again park run when where can we find it okay so nine o'clock every saturday morning um at uh, a number of different locations near you 742 to be precise um there is a, a map on the website that shows you all the park runs so you can work out where your nearest is and it's free to enter free to enter peterborough park runs at ferry meadows yeah so on our doorstep if you live within the confines of peterborough itself there's ones at stamford i'm sorry rutland water just outside stamford huntingdon whittlesea Crowland. Crowland. yep so we've got quite a few in our area that um if you're not specifically within peterborough you want to go to a quieter park run initially to start with then you can venture out a little bit further to start your uh, park run journey and yeah. you've never looked back never no <laughs> no I, I hope i can continue for some considerable time yet <laughs> well i think that just leaves us to um get defam to sign up over the next week hopefully and join 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 a park run in our fair city and uh, for him to experience um the overall community joy mental well-being positivity there's so many words you could talk about parkrun from but um, it's a great activity get involved if you can parkrun.org is the website to go to and um, get signed up and um, see what it's all about in your local community as well you never know <laughs> <laughs> we'll be watching to see if you sign up Dipam. <laughs> brilliant rachel thank you for joining us this evening on no, the show it's been very much appreciated thanks for spending uh, your evening with us and uh, telling us um, all about the um, benefits of benefits of parkrun itself and dipam thank you for the chat about posh um you're jetting off on your holidays tomorrow i am yes uh, off for two weeks so uh yeah i'll be back uh, some early february enjoy your break and thank um, you looking ahead to next week's show we've got um barry warne and eric winstone on um two local legends we could say um from the local athletics scene where we will be uh, delving a little bit deeper into athletics and uh, the sport itself here in peterborough and the uh, running clubs that we do have in the community of ours but again it just leaves us to say Thank you for joining us on this Friday evening on PCR Sports. We hope you enjoy your sporting weekend, whether you're volunteering, perhaps at Parkrun, whether you're playing or spectating, we wish you a successful and fulfilling sporting weekend. And um, we look forward to uh, having your company next Friday evening at 6pm. Take care. Thank you.